Hello and welcome to this In Conversation series with some of UQ's highest achieving alumni, the 2020 UQ Alumni Award winners. My name is Madonna King and my guest is Dr. Michael Bonning, who joins the ranks of our distinguished young alumni award recipients. Dr. Bonning graduated from the University of Queensland in 2008 and since then has continued to give back to the community. From medical officer in the Royal Australian Navy to GP, serving on the board of the AMA in New South Wales to working in Indigenous health, it's been a whirlwind decade. In this conversation, we reflect on Michael's experience with mentors, the value of mistakes, and the role he sees medicine play within the community. So Michael, I'd like to begin by asking, what's the best lesson you've learned and who taught it to you? I had this uh, fantastic captain in the Royal Australian Navy. Uh, he's now a Commodore, uh, Justin Jones. And he really had this style of leadership by walking around. You know, a, a, war, a warship's only uh, you know, 150 metres long and there's only so much real estate inside it, but there's so many places where people work and where they live. And for a captain, because they've got so many things on their plate, they could easily stay up in the officer's quarters. They could easily stay on the bridge the entire time. But a ship, while being run from the bridge, doesn't you know entirely operate from the bridge. You you know you need to go and you know find where people are to show them and signal intent. And I think that was really formative for me in understanding ways in which you lead large groups of people, but also where you take an opportunity to to move outside what is your comfort zone. You know what, what is what is normal yeah. for you. You're used to driving a ship, but actually. To, to be down there with the cooks and to be in you know, machinery spaces um, with the marine technicians, uh, all of those things were a way in which he showed his connection to what we were doing and how that was important for us. Do you have a mentor that you go to and, and sound things out with? So I, I actually have a whole group of mentors because different people contribute differently to my development and act as sounding boards for for issues or for understanding opportunities and it shifts and changes over time. What do you think makes a good mentor? I think at their best mentors also recognize that they're not they can't be everything to you in a mentoring capacity. They you have different people for different things. And so everyone knowing their space and being able to you know play effectively in that one is uh, i think a really strong skill for mentors what do you look for in a good teacher i really like uh seeing and learning from role models because there's a explicit curriculum at medical school we you know we we know to learn our anatomy and understand physiology and practice clinical skills but it's all of the small inherent gestures to patients. It's the things we do to to put people at ease. It's the opportunities you take to, to connect with people that I often think have a bigger impact on 
people's long-term health. Do you think those attributes are what makes a good doctor? They're part of it. They're certainly a component of what I do in general practice. Lots of what you do in longitudinal medicine where you have long-term relationships with patients is to assist them in identifying and changing behavior so that they live longer and healthier and happier lives. Those little 1% skills that help to um, make for uh, you know, the better practice of medicine. You learned while working in Aboriginal health the kind of breadth the doctor can have. Explain that to us. I was lucky enough during my time with the Royal Australian Navy to have some of my clinical experience during registrar training in general practice to be in an uh, Aboriginal community-controlled health organisation, uh, Tharawal uh, Aboriginal Corporation, which is down in southwest Sydney. And it's just such a broad term being a doctor down there. You, you, you do a bit of everything. You, you're part of healthy cooking classes. You have a chat to people who are in the waiting room. You're part of issues to do with broader community health, child health and safety, and all kinds of other things. You, you recognize that there are so many things that happen upstream from what happens in, the, in a doctor's office to mean that if you just put your shoulder into trying to change the gradient of people's social determinants of health and work with them on things that they want in their life, you, uh, you undoubtedly help change their trajectory uh, in terms of their health. And, and maybe it's minuscule, maybe it's, it's small a lot of the time, but lots of people doing that over someone's lifetime does change where they end up. And I, I really like that part of a much more integrated, socially focused practice of medicine. How do you see the challenge we face as a community in combating mental health issues? I see it as a challenge where much better resourced and prepared to face than we were 20 years ago. Beyond Blue amongst many other organizations, has done a fantastic job in opening up our discussion about mental health. I am very aware that this is one of the most challenging times for mental health we've ever been in. Uh, We're in the midst of a pandemic at the moment and for Australians generally, for Victorians very specifically at the time in which we're recording this, it's a huge challenge and you know every opportunity that there is to further endow and support uh, mental health services uh, and making sure that they are there and accessible to all and that's people from all backgrounds. I think that's one of the most necessary things we can do for the healthcare system alongside the process of getting this current outbreak under control. We all learn from our mistakes. Is there a mistake you've made that you'd be happy to share? Is there something in your role that you you find particularly challenging that that you have to work at personally, for example? Mistakes all the time. We can can go back all the way to medical school and, you know, including, uh, you know, an exam failure or two to medical training where things really didn't pan out. They're all formative. If you don't learn from them, that's the bigger mistake. Yes. 
the opportunity is always there to learn. And mistakes are such an important part of learning. I wonder, do we need to talk about our mistakes more so that people coming through understand that, that that it's a stepping stone to success? Yeah. And this profession of medicine is, you know, depending on how you look at it, it is full of mistakes. You know, we it's not the mistakes we, you know, we gave the wrong medication. It's the mistakes of we didn't take the time to sit with the patient and help them to understand why taking that medication is important. Yeah. So a lot of it is our mistake of of not recognizing what it's as much as what it's like to be in the patient's shoes. Uh, and I think that's a real that's a real issue. You've painted a wonderfully rewarding and challenging career in medicine. What would you say to first year medicine students now? What would be your piece of advice to them? <laughs> um, for me, I wanted to see the world and I wanted to experience healthcare in different places. And I, I would say that to any first year medical student. We, uh, we, we have huge privilege here in Australia with a, a, a wonderful healthcare system and I would say that on any world standard, we are one of the best, if not the best in the world for a comprehensive, accessible, well-funded, scientifically driven health system. And one of the best ways to understand that is to go overseas and see how it works elsewhere. What about if Michael Bonning was starting university tomorrow? What advice would you give to yourself? It's really... uh, I mean, it's, it's hard. I, I had what I would consider to be an almost perfect, you know, medical school experience. For for me, if I was, you know, if I was asking, if I was telling myself something, it'd probably be to not be afraid of failing. Uh, I think lots of lots of times I've looked at opportunities and thought it's not for now or it's not something I you know, should do. And and so I put myself, I've stepped back from from things where the worst thing that can happen if you reach out for something is that you fail and it's, that's not the end of the world. Michael Bonning, a lovely message. Thank you. Thanks, Madonna. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Young Alumni Award recipient, Dr. Michael Bonning. To learn more about our Alumni Award winners or for more information about the UQ Alumni programming, please visit the UQ Alumni webpage at alumni.uq.edu.au or follow UQ Alumni on social media. My name is Madonna King and thanks for listening.